Hello and welcome to the Basement Talk Podcast Fantasy Show. I am your host, Adam Castor. Here is always my co-host at Birdsall. Mr. Birdsall, it is time. First real accurate mock draft of the year. How are you? Fabulous. It's mock draft time. We've I think this is the longest that we've gone on this podcast without actually doing a mock draft together. I know I did one before the draft, but now that the draft is over, now these mocks actually mean something. So it's nice. Like I'm relatively excited. So that's good. Going from an, an incredible amount of speculation about like how players are going to fit and where they're going to go to just a little bit less speculation on how players are going to fit because now we know what teams they're going to be on. Um, I am excited though about this for sure. Uh, yeah. And I have, I have my ranks uh, to follow along as well, by the way. Um, all of my ranks, if you go on Fantasy Pros and you look under my name, all of my ranks are there and they are complete. The only ones that I have not touched yet are Startup Dynasty. But rookie ranks are all done. So anybody who's doing uh, rookie drafts this weekend, you can go on to Fantasy Pros, look at my ranks. They are there. Um, and then the Startup Dynasty stuff, that, that'll be done by the end of the weekend. That'll be all said and done. That's just a, definitely a bit more dense uh, than you know, just doing the draft ranks and then the rookie ranks, but the rookie ranks are done. So for all awesome. the dynasty players, I love you. Number one, number two, they're all, they're all done and they are available on uh fantasy pros. If you just search my name, or if you go under any player, click on them, you go to rankings, you scroll down and my name along with the other 200 and some odd experts that have put in ranks so far, um, we will all be there. So you'll have those tools firmly at your disposal. Nice, so, little, nice little ad read for fantasy pros. Yeah, right. Well, um, it does look like if you go onto their their page, um, it does look like they've added a bot, like a lot more um, tools for mock drafts. Because um, I feel like it used to just be the, you know, the regular old draft simulator, but um, it seems like that they have a lot more, a uh, lot more things. It's a lot more fleshed out. But you know, we're not sponsored. By fantasy pros. If they want um, to sponsor us, they absolutely can. I agree. I totally agree. They want to, they can. Let us know. <laughs> yes, hit us up. <laughs> but uh and it's, fu- it's, yeah. it's funny because I do know I do know almost all the guys over there. <laughs> well, yeah, because you technically work for them. Technically, yeah. Technically. Yeah. Um maybe but... maybe maybe soon it'll be on a full time basis. Ooh, well that would be fun. Never know. You never know. Well, don't leave me because I know that they have their own podcast over there. Listen, listen. If we could do our own little po- our own little podcast and and become part of the uh, Fantasy Pros Podcast Network, if 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 our only issue is what to stop the swearing, I think we can get away with that. Yeah, I'll I'll make the effort. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> and it'll be someone else that'll be editing it. So if they if they have to cut out some swear words, they cut out some swear words, or put some bleeps in there. I'm yeah. Oh, they put that. some bleeps in there. Yeah. Yep. Did you know that you can make bleeps by hand in Pro Tools? No. Yeah. Oh, we didn't learn that. We didn't learn how to do that. No. Fuck. Fuck. Bleep. I know. It's fantastic. Apologies to all the headphone listeners. <laughs> um. Yeah, you can make them by hand. It's pretty sick. You don't have to like go on YouTube and find a clip or whatever. You can just make them by hand. I wish I would have known that. I would have been. I would have been cussing in all of my. Uh... <laughs> 
all my RTVF projects reports. Same. By the, the culture way, report by the after way, dark. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this was something that was brought up to me the other day by 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 a friend, and and we have some time. We have some time to kill. So my friend was trying to. He's graduate. He's graduating law school, mm-hmm. and he was taking his little trip down memory lane, knowing that his schooling career is just about over with, and he'll be making more money than anybody else put together. That's probably listening to this podcast. Um, definitely more money than you and I put together, uh, but. He was asking me, and this is a question that I have for you, because I do remember mine. Okay. Do you remember the last class that you had for your undergrad? Your last oh, shit. class. My last class? Do I yes. actually remember this? Yes, I-, I do. I know my last class. Do finals count? No. Oh. Your last legitimate class. I think I should know this. I know, I know mine, but I I only know this for one reason and one reason only. I barely even remember the classes that I took, like second semester senior year. I remember I took bowling. I do was... remember you took bowling. I remember I remember the bowling discussions and how I was questioning um, whether Mister and Missus Caster were uh, were were thrilled by their tuition going towards Adam learning how to uh, how to bowl. I still don't know how to bowl. I'm still terrible at bowling. So I oh, wish bowling's I would ta- awesome. Bowling's awesome. Uh, really, really got to get the hips into it. I uh, I wish I had taken basketball instead, because um, my friend Adam took basketball, and they actually the class is actually on the court that the men's uh, men's and women's basketball teams play on. Oh, it's in the back. That's nice. It's in the Mac Arena. So that would have been a lot more fun. At least I at least I'd be halfway decent at basketball. Right, and but, you could and, and you could say that you shared a court with uh, with Justin Wright Foreman. That's right. Um, and and Aaron Estrada, who unfortunately left Hofstra, but, but I mean, I really don't blame him. He went from Hofstra to Alabama. So yeah, no, that's a that's a good move. So the last class I ever took, I don't know. Actually, I don't know the answer to this question. I, I might have to look into it. I know mine. I can tell you mine. Really? Yep. I can tell you mine. RTVF 161. Radio drama with Dennis Quinn. That was your last class? That was my last class ever. Yes. Because that was the day that I figured out that for four years of my collegiate career, having had the same professor every semester throughout my collegiate career, had him minimum twice a week. He didn't know my first name. (laughs) <laughs> I think I, I I do remember you telling me about that story. I was like, no way. Yep. You're, you're oh, kidding. Yeah. Yep. Oh, shit. You're not last class. Last class. Someone that we, someone that we both know asked, do you know what Bird's first name is? <laughs> and he thought it was first. He thought it was Eric. That's close. Then he thought it was Edwin. Which That's cool. I was borderline offended as I'm almost choking to death. War- warmer. Warmer. Yeah, he was in, in, in the ballpark. In the ballpark. Not really, you know, hitting the right screw, but, you know, he's he's in the circuit board. And when he realized that it was Ed, it's like, no, I didn't know that. 
Well, I mean, that's the thing, though, because when you go by a nickname, like it's uh, especially uh, one that's that's served up on a fucking tea. Yeah, exactly. Honestly, I've gotten a lot of uh, substitute teachers mispronouncing both my first and last name. Or just okay, saying the wrong I, I, first I've name. Had, we've had this conversation where you're, you're very used to uh, uh, Castar and Carstar. Castar uh, is actually the the one Kastar. that... Castar! I did not... Now, that one I did not know. That's the, I do get that a lot. I literally... It's like a reflex. I have to spell my last name uh, to people when I give it to them. Well, to be to be fair... To be fair... It's not spelled the way it sounds. Castar! Castar just make like some level of sense. Like, when people say... Uh, uh, birds all like there's a Z in it. Like I can understand that, but I I've gotten a lot of um bird cell like catcher in the rye Eddie Bird cell. I've gotten that. Was that catcher in the rye? It's been I haven't read that book since seventh grade, so I can't I can't tell you. But well, I've got I've gotten Eddie Bird cell. I've gotten Eddie Bird Sal. I've gotten that one a lot. And that one that one bothers me. If it's bird sal, it would be one L and not two L's, I Correct. feel like. It is the catcher in the rye. Okay, good. Oh. Good. Bird's yeah, all kind of makes my, sense. My namesake, my namesake, I better know what fucking book I'm in. Uh bird's all kind of makes sense a little bit because it's like birds and then all, and you're combining the two words. But right, which 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 is why I'm just bird. Like yeah. bird or big bird. Like it's it, it's simple. It's that simple. Yep. If, you, if you can't if you can't figure out the the saw part, just say bird. That's that simple. Well, I'll be like, I'll be like yo, sup. One uh, interesting piece of Castor family trivia that um just really throws a wrench into things as far as how my last name is spelled. My great uncle uh, spelled it with an e, and he's the only one. Well, I think. My my great uncle spelled it with an e, and and my great great grandparents I think spelled it with an o, or something like that. So it's a bit we it's a weird history. That's weird. No 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 it's c a s t o r. C a s t o r. It's be Castor. Yeah. Yeah, it would be you'd be Adam Castor. Right. Or Adam Castor. Castor. That's my Castor. Uh, AP. My APOS history teacher would call always called me Castor. Castor, is, Castor, what's up? Which is weird. I would, um, would get, that'd get annoying very quickly. Very, very, very annoying. Very old. Very, very annoying. Um, my dad growing up, they called him uh, Castor Oil. That's a very oh, I've old, heard that. I've heard, I've heard that story. That's a great one. Yeah, that's a that's an old reference that like nobody probably gets because Castor Oil doesn't exist anymore or whatever in like. But yeah, I've heard Aaron sometimes, which I don't, I mean, the only thing that ha- they have in common with that is the two A's. That's about it. Um, Interesting. Yeah, I don't know. It it, it happens. I've, uh, I'm used to it at this point that people misspell my name if I don't spell it. So I get it. Again, I don't know. I don't really know how we went down this avenue. Of, uh, of 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 this. Well, we were talking about how Quinn. Oh, I'm sorry, cut that out because I want to name drop. Oh, sure, sure. I, yeah. I I said it before. Oh, you did? Yeah, yeah. I said Quinn before. Okay. 
But you're talking about how Quinn didn't know your first name. Right. Right. I don't know how that how we led to how it led to that, but well, I guess we were talking. I was talking about how like I've had different substitute teachers that have uh, screwed up how they spell my name or how they yeah, pronounce my name. Yeah, but how do we get name. to that? No, I I just brought it there. That's how that's how we got there. Uh okay. Okay. Yeah. Got it. As usual, I am the one that causes us to go on tangents. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Well, let's get into this uh this mock draft here. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And go over the uh the parameters. So we are doing a regular old draft 2023 season. Full point PPR going to be a snake draft obviously 10 teams and we're going to randomize our draft position in a moment um two running backs one quarterback three receivers one tight end one flex one defense one kicker and six bench spots so mr birdsall do the honors so before uh, before you do that, Adam, um, I do want to say on the podcast, I just made a little move in my ranks as I was looking at them. Um, I moved Austin Eckler and Jonathan Taylor down a spot to accommodate Justin Jefferson being moved up to number two overall in my ranks. Oh. Yes. I, I'm Now I'm curious to see if anybody else has has him higher than i do all okay there we go let's see does anybody else oh wow so three people have him at one. Oh wow oh, i thought it was gonna be i thought it was gonna be the guy huh. all right well I, and i've considered it i've considered it putting jefferson at one over over mccaffrey yeah i've thought about it I've definitely thought about it. We'll, we'll, we'll have that conversation uh, prob- probably within the next 60 seconds. So we can just, ran- we can just randomize this biatch and uh, we can uh, we can have on at it. By all means. All right. We have Ugh. gotten the ninth oh, this overall. Is great. This is great, Adam. You know what this is? This is a zero RB pick. This is zero RB. <laughs> Oh, yes. Oh, the zero RB goodness. I can verify as a witness that Bird did click randomize. And he didn't just, and he wasn't just like, you know what? Screw the process. I want to do a zero RB draft. I'm going to use the drop down menu and pick ninth. This was a randomized uh, result. Fuck yes. Let's go. I'm hype. I'm hype. This is good. This is going to be. This is going to be awesome. All right. Oh, also the league settings are from ESPN. I don't, I didn't think that that was, was that, a, that wasn't a feature last year. Was it? Uh, no, maybe. I don't know. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> so we have uh, one quarterback, two running backs, three receivers, one tight end, one flex defense kicker, six bench spots. Just to clarify. I already said that, but thank you for oh, saying you it again. Yeah, I did. Oh, I'm the, where was I? I don't know. You were here the entire time. What did you say that? A couple minutes ago. Adam Castor. Unbelievable. Uh, okay, here we go. 
I hate that so much. Okay. So, round one. Christian McCaffrey, Austin Eckler, Jonathan Taylor, Saquon Barkley, Kenneth Walker? That's... I'm surprised. I'm shocked he's still this high. I had him this high pre-draft. Pre-draft, he was my number seven overall player. Post-draft, he is 28. Wow. He Uh, He took a massive dip. I mean... Zach Charbonnet now in town. You got Pete Carroll talking him up. And and quite honestly, if you look at Kenneth Walker and his game-by-games last year on a per-game basis, he really wasn't that great. Very, very robusty. I just, even like in a vacuum, I'm like Kenneth Walker over, you know, Josh Jacobs, Travis Kelsey, B. John Robinson, Cooper Cup are all still available, but also... Kenneth Walker over Nick Chubb, Justin Jefferson, and Jamar Chase. That seems a bit much. Um, where do I have Chubb? I don't have Chubb and, and Walker that far off in full. I have Chubb at 23, and I have Walker at 28, like I said. So I don't, I don't have him that far off. But then I have Jefferson at 2, and I have Jamar Chase at 7. Yeah, that seems that seems a bit much. But um, So... Kenneth Walker, Nick Chubb, Justin Jefferson, and Jamar Chase. Those are your top eight in that order. And we are up on the clock at number nine. So you want to do do it? Take Travis Kelsey or Cooper I, Cup? I would love to take Travis Kelsey. Let's take just, Travis Kelsey. Just to know, and again, this is not the Travis Kelsey, you know, taking Travis Kelsey first round, see where it goes. This is legitimately taking Travis Kelsey in round one because that's where he is going to go. I have Travis Kelsey, the number eight overall player. Let's do it. All right. Let's go. And by and by the way, um, Bijan being here at the one nine, I don't expect that to last. Like I, I genuinely believe that Bijan is gonna be pushing top five and probably, you know, when we talk when you talk about McCaffrey, it depends on what kind of league you play, also. I think a three receiver, it's definitely different, but if you're playing a two receiver. And it's just, you know, two running back, two receiver, and then flex. McCaffrey, Eckler, Taylor, Barkley. And I think the next running back off that board, depending on what Barkley's status is also with his contract situation, you could realistically have Bijan Robinson coming in at number four off the board and being taken at the one four. Like that is that that that's crazy to me. Let me just see where he's going. I mean, you could probably board. replace him with the with that Kenneth Walker pick, maybe. But let me just five. see. Oh, oh my God. Oh my God. He you know, he's already there. He's, oh, a, he's really? already yeah, he's already there as, as the number four overall um player off the board. Is this on NFC? No, this is on Fantasy Pros. Oh. Oh no, I'm sorry. That's instead I was I was in non. In standard, he's nine. Wait. But no, sorry, in PPR. Non, he's number four. Full PPR, he's number nine. I was about to be like, you just said the same thing yeah. twice. That's better. That's better. <laughs> it, that that I think is going to change. That I think is definitely going to change. But we will take Travis Kelsey, and we are going to fucking embrace zero RB. Oh, it's a top player. We sure did pick a top player. I, we've never. That, that's new. I think that is new. That's new. Oh, I like that. 
All right. But I have I have to go. I have to get the uh, the 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 deep ones ready. The the high ones ready. <laughs> oh, For the boy. steals. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, uh, okay. We'll we'll see. So, uh, number ten overall, Derrick Henry, and the uh, at the two one Cooper Cup. So we are up again. I say we reunite the Kansas City boys. I agree. Even though, fuck the Dolphins, but now, let's now do it. What I, now, what I will say is, I have Josh Jacobs my number six overall player. So Josh Jacobs is very appealing because he is God, a value. If this, if this is a real draft, I would be so fucking tempted to take either Josh Jacobs or Bijan Robinson if I had if I was in this position. Oh, oh! If this were a real draft and you're getting Bijan Robinson in the second round, yeah, you absolutely do that. Like that's that is one of those times when we talk about zero RB and 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 how to how to really work it. You have to know also when is a good time to jump ship. And this would be a great time in a real draft to jump ship if you have B. John Robinson and Josh Jacobs staring you in the face in, in round two. Yeah. Now, granted, granted, I kind of think I'd rather have Bijan because the upside is, is tremendous. And you know Josh Jacobs is going to regress a little bit from the absolutely gigantic season that he had last year, leading the league in rushing. I think I'd be more tempted to take Bijan. But, I don't know. Bijan Robinson had zero points in 2022. He's just he's, he's what a what a bust, bust, <laughs> terrible. Uh, but we're gonna take Tyree Kill and we're gonna reunite the, the uh, ex Kansas City teammates to commit to the bit. Mainly done. All right, so let's see. That's a big run. Sorry, Adam. You got a lot of you got a lot of names to read out. Yeah, I was like, do we like skip a pick? No. Do we, no, do we skip just, one of ours? just what happens when you're at the ends. Uh, okay. So Josh Jacobs went the 2-3. And then it's Devontae Adams, Bijan Robinson, Ramondre Stevenson, CeeDee Lamb, Travis Etienne, Tony Pollard, Reese Hall. Uh, that finishes out round two. Round three starts with Stefan Diggs. Then it's Mark Andrews, A.J. Brown, Garrett Wilson, uh, Amon Ross St. Brown. My son! S-U-N. By the way, um, huh? S-U-N, your S-U-N, your son. Oh, yeah, that's very clever. That initially went. That initially went. <laughs> I'm probably not the first person to make that joke, but still, it's fun. That was funny. That was funny. I'll give you that. That was uh, <laughs> well done. Golf clap. So uh, Amon Ross St. Brown went the 3-5, and then Devonta Smith, Najee Harris, T. Higgins, and now us. Crazy. We're talking about Tony Pollard now as a round two pick. I know. Crazy. Now, from what Ramondre I've been told. Ramondre Stevenson, too. Uh, Ramondre was was, uh, was a consensus 2-3 turn pick before the draft. I have him as my 17th overall player. So he went pretty much in line with where I where I have him going. Tony Pollard has my number 12 overall player. And what I will say is there are rumblings out of Dallas that the whole Zeke return is very, very possible. That would bump Pollard down a little bit. Instead of being borderline round one, maybe he'd be borderline round two, round three. 
but I still think, it, especially in in full, because you got you got to look at the receiving numbers from from Tony Pollard from a year ago. And I remember we did this at the at the end of the season. Tony Pollard's receiving numbers were ridiculous. Um, he had so no, many sorry, sorry, it was the rushing numbers. The rushing numbers. I, I, I'm an idiot. A thousand yards on the a thousand yards on the ground on just under 200 touches and nine touchdowns. And then he sprinkled that in with 39 catches. Like if he could, if he can get a little uptick in those catches, be a 40, 45 catch guy, and be a thousand yard back with double digit touchdowns on the ground, and then factor in maybe three or four receiving touchdowns. Th- yeah, this is a guy you're definitely going to get as uh, he'll return value as a second round pick. But obviously, the the injury is definitely a big concern with any with anybody that's looking to go and invest in Tony Pollard for sure. And then of course the pending slash maybe. Inevitable Zeke return. So when when are they allowed to bring Zeke back? Is isn't there is there like a waiting period if you like release one of your own play? Like if you release somebody, uh, June one, June one, June one. Um, and, that's, one and that also, by the way, is the date to remember for the likes of Joe Mixon and Dalvin Cook and what their features are going to be if they're still on their respective teams on June second they'll be on their respective teams for the upcoming season, barring some sort of trade. Yep. One thing that is kind of interesting is uh, this crop of receivers at the beginning of round three. I mean, who would have thought that a Jets receiver would be bunched up with the likes of Stefan Diggs and AJ Brown and Mark Andrews in that neighborhood of picks. I just love this team. Um, But Stefan Diggs, honestly, being in the round... Being in the beginning of round three, I kind of like that. Awesome. I like that a lot. Awesome. AJ Brown being in the beginning of round three. Also, I love that. It's amazing too. Like, again, and this is, I guess this is in line with doing zero RB at the top of round one. If you can go Jefferson, then AJ Brown, then Stefan Diggs, and that's how you start your team. Oh, Oh, my God. Yeah, that's that's special. That's really, really, really special. There's something that I I want to try in the next round and see if we could potentially pull it off. Um, But we're here. We have Jalen Watt on the board. Not going to happen because we have, of course, Tyreek Hill, Chris Olave. I'm really liking DK Metcalf as well. I'm kind of leaning towards the Olave or Metcalf route. I don't know what you're, what you're thinking, what you're thinking, Adam. Um, but let me just pull it up in my ranks. See who I have higher. So Olave, I have at 27th overall. Metcalf, I have at 32nd overall. And just for comparison, I have Jalen Waddle at 26 overall. Yeah, let's go with Olave. I like Olave, and 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 it's a piece of your boy Derek Carr. Yes, exactly. And we all know Adam loves his boy, Derek Carr. All right. So after Chris Olave, the uh, next two picks are Jalen Waddle and TJ Hawkinson. And now we're up. So here's what I'm thinking, Adam. I think we go with the stack. Ooh, Patrick Mahomes. And Travis Kelsey. I like it. And just see how the team looks. I know it's two luxury positions, but that is the best stack in fantasy football. I don't care what anybody says. 
I mean, the one worry is what running back is going to be left for us after this, like, because we're, it's going to be a long time. Yeah, we're not taking we... a running back probably until round six. And if I'm going off of my ranks, we'll be looking at the likes of Isaiah Pacheco, uh, Jameer Gibbs, David Montgomery, Khalil Herbert, James Cook. Those are the kind of running backs we'll be looking at there. Maybe we get lucky with Damian Pierce. I don't, I don't think so. We'll see. They'll be running backs there. By the way, did you and Jake talk about that trade that happened with in your uh, draft winners and losers uh, podcast? The trade that happened. DeAndre Swift. Oh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Fun stuff that was. Oh yeah, oh yeah. DeAndre Swift uh, is 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 kind of appealing. All the Georgia Bulldogs. <laughs> He's kind of appealing now. That's what literally the Philadelphia Eagles like. Did you play for Georgia? Come on down. Come on down. Um, All right. So do you want want to take Mahomes? Yeah, let's do it. And just say, fuck it. All right, let's go. Patty Mahomes. Pacheco would be kind of weird, though, because I feel like we'd have too much too much Kansas City. Agreed. On the team. No, agreed. Agreed. Uh, okay, so let me just get you back up to here. Beautiful. God, so many, so many. Okay. Uh, at the 4-3, Aaron Jones, then DK Metcalf, Rashad White, Damian Pierce, Dalvin Cook, James Conner, Joe Mixon, J.K. Dobbins. That is your, that's the end of round four. I'm round loving five. J.K. Dobbins at the end of round four. I just want to put that out there. That's pretty good. I'm loving. Uh, I'm I'm really really liking J.K. Dobbins right now. Let me just see where I have him in the ranks. I have him at 42nd overall. I'm very tempted to move him up. And actually, yeah, I'm going to. I'm going to. I'm moving him above Joe Mixon in the in my overall. Screw it. He's up. To th- he's up to 37 now. We can make right. we can make moves live on the podcast. Why not? Let's do it. Uh, to begin round five, Tyler Lockett. At the five one, then it's Chris Goblin, Debo Samuel, Keenan Allen, Amari Cooper, DeAndre Hopkins, Miles Sanders, and then Josh Allen. And now we're up. See if I knew we could potentially get Josh Allen in round five, like that. That's kind of very appealing. <laughs> um, so yeah, but we're the up. stack. Yeah, but the stack. Listen, the stack is going to cover a lot of the holes this team has, without question. Um, but just looking at the roster so far, Travis Kelsey, Tyreek Hill, Chris Olave, Patrick Mahomes, we're on the clock here. Um, I want to round out the receiving core. I don't know, Adam, if you have any other thoughts. Um, I kind of want to round out the receivers right now. And, and Michael Pittman, DJ Moore, both here. If I can look at my ranks, I have Pittman higher. I don't really love both. I don't fight the urge to want to take a running back because I do. I mean, I actually don't think it's a terrible idea just because I'm looking at the receivers that are here. And the one that's really jumping off the page is Christian Watson. And we could probably get him because we're we're up in like four picks. Right. That's That's what I'm thinking is that you take the running back here. And then in the sixth round is where you take that final receiver. And that could be Christian Watson instead of taking him now. 
where if Christian Watson, say for whatever reason goes, then you know, all right, the guy that I wanted isn't isn't there anymore, but I still have a chance at one of Michael Pittman or or DJ Moore. You know, wh- one of those three is guaranteed to fall. It, it's just a matter of which one. So we basically have three options here. Javante Williams, Cam Akers, and DeAndre Swift. It's not it's not a Javante Williams for me. Okay. Javante Williams I have at 60th overall. Well, coming off of an ACL injury right. on the Broncos. So I don't know. Cam Akers was a huge winner from this draft. The only running back that they took was in the sixth round in Zach Evans. Big winner, Mr. Cam Akers. But DeAndre Swift in that Eagles offense. It's very, upside, very, very tempting. The upside is is astronomical. The only thing that I worry about is that we know how the Eagles like to mix and match with their running backs. And I think with DeAndre Swift, it is very clear that he cannot be on the field all the time. Who's the guy that they will be on the field more? I think it's Cam Akers. But who's the guy that's in a better position to produce for, for fantasy? Just full scale, no injuries applied. It probably is DeAndre Swift. Yeah. It's a, it's a really tough call. It, it's, it's, it is splitting hairs. I love both of them. So the thing with, is, with the whichever Eagles, way you want to go, it won't, it won't, you know, I, I won't pick a fight. Because the thing is with the Eagles, it's like with Jalen Hurts there, you know, they're not giving the ball to DeAndre Swift, you know, when they're in the red zone necessarily. Like those rushing touchdowns, a lot of those rushing touchdowns are going to um, Cam Akers or not Cam Akers. A lot of those rushing touchdowns are going to Jalen Hurts. Sorry, that was a weird um no I, I, no, I see what you're saying on, on on the one on the one yard line, they're gonna give they're gonna do the the QB sneak deal that that they normally do with Jalen Hurts. That, that that's very fair. And that's like very, from very the receiver, and then from the receiving end, you know they have much better weapons in Philadelphia than DeAndre Swift was uh, playing with in Detroit. So he might be the third, fourth option in the Eagle, like from a receiving standpoint for the Eagles. Well, and well, and, and and not to mention as well that the Eagles, if they're going to run the ball, they're going to run the ball. Odds are with one of their many running backs they have, and and Cam really is like he's the guy. In I'm talking Los myself Angeles. into Cam Akers. I'm ca- talking myself into Cam Akers. I think we should do it. Yeah, and I, I for what it's worth, I do have Cam higher right now. I have Cam at 48, and I have Swift at 52. All right, do it. My boy, he's coming home. Come on, the papa. Well, there you go. Like we said, one of them was going to be there. Turns out two of them are. All right. Uh, Jalen Hurts went right after Cam Akers. And then to lead off round six, Michael Pittman. So now we're up. Okay. This is, I know I said that I wanted Christian Watson. I do want Christian Watson. 
However, Jameer Gibbs is staring me right in the face. Yeah, I do like Jameer Gibbs. The only issue that I have with Jameer Gibbs is the whole... David Montgomery Who thing? is more likely to have 10 rushing touchdowns this year? Or double the touchdowns, period, with the Detroit Lions? Is it David Montgomery or is it Jameer Gibbs? I kind of lean towards Montgomery, as sad as that is. Because I think, you know, if we're comparing what the situation was a year ago, Jameer Gibbs turns into DeAndre Swift. And I think David Montgomery turns into Jamal Williams. Yeah, probably. But yeah. Uh, yeah. So do you want to go with a receiver? A DJ oh, we Moore, could round, up, Drake, ra- Drake round out the receive receivers here. Um, I kind of think it's a little. I love Christian Watson, too, but. If I'm going off of my board and I'm following the board, the best receiver that's here is DJ Moore. Because really, if we don't pick a receiver here, it would be, I mean, there'll probably be some people, like players available, you know, after. There's like, going to be a run of receivers. That's That's the problem. Because you have like, Terry McLaurin here, Mike Williams. DJ they're all, they're all going to be gone. That's, that's, they're all going to be gone. Jerry that. Judy, they're all going to be gone. Yeah, so, if, we're, if we're looking at, uh, off the predictor on here, which, by the way, this is the whole draft simulator setup on Fantasy Pros. The majority of the players that are going to be here come our next pick are all running backs. So from a zero RB perspective, this worked out perfectly. Yeah, so let's We're take in a DJ position Moore now, where we have to take a receiver, round that out, and then see what's staring at us in round seven when we're when we're back on the clock. All right, so let's do it. All right, so we'll go DJ Moore. Who I don't think I don't think is that bad. I think DJ Moore is getting a bad rap, personally. And look who's here. Well, we'll see if. Um... Justin Fields, you know, evolves or develops more as a passer with DJ Moore. All you have to say to that is look at the, look at the parallels between him and Jalen Hurts. Yep. Yeah. Very similar. I mean, I don't know if AJ Brown is on the same level as DJ Moore. If you really want to talk about this, uh, I think like make, DJ Moore make this is analogy lot, work. I think DJ Moore is a lot better than you and a lot of people give him credit for. Because DJ Moore had to play with some real crap in Carolina. Yeah, I agree. Is he better we'll than see. AJ Brown? Probably not. But I also I also think that he is. Oh hell, he is, he is better than you are giving him credit for. Probably he'll help for sure. But oh, absolutely, absolutely I, yes. I feel like people expecting a Jalen Hurts-esque, um, you know, breakout renaissance from Justin Fields are a little optimistic, too optimistic. Why? Why? Because of what I just said. Which is what? That, you know, the the receiving talent 
doesn't really like compare. Okay, sure. Jalen Hurts had three unbelievable options. But Justin Fields got his alpha now in the passing game. Maybe Darnell Mooney is better off as a two. Not comparing Darnell Mooney to Devonta Smith. Devonta Smith is eons better. And maybe Cole Komet takes a leap in year, in year three now with the addition of Robert Tunyon, who definitely will provide more in the downfield passing game. And then you can't count out Justin Fields with his legs. So absolutely Justin Fields being in line for a Jalen Hurts-ish breakout. I think that's very plausible. Yeah, it's very much on the table. I my ranks reflect that. I have Justin Fields as my QB five. Yeah, and a lot of that is is the rushing numbers for sure. So let me just let me just pull up while we're on the subject. Let me pull up Jalen Hurts's numbers from last year. He dropped back four hundred and sixty times. He completed 66 and a half uh, of his passes. He had 3,700 yards with 22 touchdowns and six picks. And then he ran for 760 yards with 13 rushing touchdowns. That's a ginormous number. And then we look at Justin Fields. That's an absurd number, by the way. It's, 13 it's, a, rushing it's a ginormous number. A ginormous like- number. Unless the Bears somehow, you know, steal the Eagles playbook and get that that like weird goal line QB sneak formation from the Eagles, I don't think Justin Fields gets 13 rushing touchdowns. So Justin Fields on 318 pass attempts, that is 142 less than Jalen Hurts. He threw for 2,242 yards with 17 touchdowns and 11 interceptions. That is five less touchdowns than Jalen Hurts, five more picks than Jalen Hurts, and he ran on five less attempts from Jalen Hurts. He ran for 1,143 yards with eight touchdowns. When comparing those numbers, how is a just how is a Justin Fields how is a Justin Fields breakout to the level of Jalen Hurts not doable when you look at the numbers and if you bring Justin Fields up to the same level in terms of dropbacks and yards that Jalen Hurts had, they're practically the same guy. Well, I mean, he still, what was his, you know, completion percentage? Justin Fields? Yeah. Uh, 60 and a half percent. Okay. It's closer than I thought. While Jalen was 66 and a half percent. Right, but Jalen. I mean, I was just—I was an unbelievable year. I'm—I'm I'm, I'm not discrediting that. I'm just saying I'm not, I don't think I'm even—you know—I'm not talking bad about Jalen. Honestly, I'm I mean, just saying we might that, not see Jalen Hurts do what he did last year, this year, like to that level. 
No, I don't. I I think for for Jalen Hurts to replicate what he did a year ago is going to be very, very difficult, but not impossible. Whereas with Justin Fields, to get to that level where we're talking about Justin Fields as a stone cold, locked and loaded top tier fantasy asset. I don't think that's impossible. Well, As a matter not... of fact, I would say it's borderline probable that via the addition of DJ Moore, more balanced in their offense, more dropbacks, more pass attempts, that's going to lead to more touchdowns in year three, which is going to lead to hopefully less interceptions. Like I'm, I'm not saying that Justin Fields is going to be a 30 passing touchdown with, you know, the same number of rushing yards at over, you know, over 1100. I'm not saying that, but is it remotely possible that Justin Fields is on the low end? 900 rushing yards, seven, eight touchdowns, and then 3,500 yards with 20, 25 touchdowns. Yes. I think it's very possible. And if he does that, he's in line for the Jalen Hurts breakout that we're talking about. Yeah, you just have to hope that Justin Fields develops mainly because he just looked he looked lost last year. Oh, I disagree. Oh, I disagree. I completely disagree. Really? <laughs> yes. Oh, I I could actually I could not disagree more. I <laughs> he, was think running, the, he was running for his life last year. I think that was how the offense was set up. I think that Justin Fields maybe mechanically was a bit flawed. And the offense that they ran last year was super run heavy for a reason of, well, our main pass catchers are all banged up. We're just trying to get through the season here. Let's just let Justin do what he does best, make plays with his legs, and see where it goes. This year, I expect that the pass attempts are going to go up which they did from year one to year two. He had 270 in 12 games in year one, 318 in year two. And if we pull up Jalen Hurts' pass attempts from year one to year two, I mean, yeah, they absolutely went through the roof. Um, 148 and then to 432 from 2020 to 2021. And then continue well, Jalen Hurts only again. played like half the year of 2020 also. Uh, he appeared in 15 games in in 2020. It's just a matter of how many did he actually uh, play as a as a quarterback. Because he was um, like he was a starter. For... He was a star. He was a starter for four of them. Yeah, for four of them. But he appeared. He appeared in every game in some capacity. Interesting. Yes. So, but. Back to the main point, and we have to move. We have to move on with with the mock because we're only at, we're only around seven here. Yeah, this this is turning into just a, a, just into into a tangent. Um, I do think Justin Fields is in line for a Jalen Hurts breakout. I, I Justin Fields is one of my one of my favorites. I think it would be better, but the lofty that those are some lofty heights, is what I'll say. Who would you rather have, Justin Fields or Justin Herbert? <laughs> um. I think I'd rather have, well, I think I'd rather have a healthy Justin Herbert. 
Justin Fields or Lamar Jackson? Um, probably Lamar Jackson. Justin Fields or Trevor Lawrence? That one, I think I'd rather have Fields. Oh, so we are just we are just opposites on all, on all levels. Wow, what else is new? By the no. way, you know what pick we have coming up? What pick do we have coming up? Look, we have the nicest pick in the draft. Oh, that really is a nice pick. That is a, <laughs> that is a nice, nice, nice pick. Um, anyway, so let's get into it. Um, I don't think you read out the picks between the six and seven. No, I didn't. Oh, God. <laughs> I know, right, I know. No more tangents. No more tangents. I'm sorry. Um, round six, Javante Williams, Mike Williams, uh, Lamar Jackson, Kyle Pitts, Terry McLaurin, Drake London, Mike Evans, Brandon Ayuk. Round seven, Joe Burrow, Deontay oh, Johnson, George Kittle, Dallas Goddard, Jerry Judy, Darren Waller, Justin Fields. There he is. Uh, Justin Fields and Christian Watson right before us. Fuck. Yeah. That sucks. All right, but this opens up the opportunity to do what I think we were going to probably do anyway. This is why uh, you draft DJ Moore. Correct. Uh, yeah, where, yes. where we this, is why we took, this is why we took DJ Moore when we did, and now we're able to round out the running backs and take DeAndre Swift, the guy we were debating probably at this point 10 minutes ago. Yeah, forever ago. Amazing. <laughs> First one of the year. Love it. All right. Um, now it's, well, after DeAndre Swift, it's his former teammate in David Montgomery. And then Hollywood, Marquise Brown. Hollywood. Um, 801. Oh, man. Do I have a picture for Isaiah Pacheco? That's a shame. I'll get, I'll get fantasy pros on that. Yeah. I'm really torn here. I'm really torn. He's a Super Bowl champion. Um, well, I know how much you love Christian Kirk. I love Christian Kirk. I love Christian Kirk a lot. Way, way yeah. more than Calvin Ridley. Who would have thought I, that? I don't even think Calvin Ridley is gone yet. No, he hasn't. Thank God. Who would have thought that like two years ago, We'd be here and singing Alvin the praises Kamara. of Christian Kirk. Well, that and also Alvin Kamara when would be going in probably round eight or round nine of drafts. Well, what I will say is I think if there is clarity on the legal situation, then Alvin Kamara will be back in like round three, round four. This is definitely with the expectation that Kamara is going to be suspended in some shape or form. True. I'm getting on so, the bandwagon. I'm getting on the bandwagon. Fuck it. Christian Kirk. That's who I want. All right. Man, it's not Calvin Ridley. Thank God. Calvin Ridley has gone. So, okay. So, very quickly. Very, very, very quickly. I don't want to get, get off on a tangent. Oh, God. Who was the guy last year that we really didn't like? For me, it was Christian Kirk. 
That's right. For you, it was Christian Kirk. Yeah, because two years ago it was T. Higgins. That was the that was the, the T. Higgins crusade that we were on. Oh, how wrong we were. T. Higgins is good now. Oh, uh, yeah. This year it's Calvin Ridley for me. Yeah. Was there a guy that you hated last year? Um, it was Joe Burrow, but not because I didn't think he'd be good. It was more was because Super Bowl tax. It was more because I didn't like where he was being drafted. That's what we said about T. Higgins. I think that's what I said about Christian Kirk. Christian Kirk was going in round nine. You were making a fuss about Christian Kirk in round nine. Well, that's true. But that is T. a Higgins. huge difference. Okay. Well, T. T. Higgins was going in round three. Joe Burrow was going in round four. You were making a fuss about Christian Kirk going in round nine. And you were making a fuss over Christian Kirk being overpaid. And he well, can't be good. Because he wasn't good in Arizona, and they decided to pay him $18 million a year for whatever the fuck. At the time, that's what, whatever. That's it was on the tea leaves, Adam. It was on the tea leaves. You just have to read it. They paid him Einstein's $18 million 20, a year for a reason. Hindsight's 2020. Huh? Hindsight. Ah. It's 2020. Oh, oh. I thought you were talking about something in 2020. I was like, COVID? What? No, no. Hindsight is 2020. Yes, uh, it, it, indeed it is. Yeah. Okay. So round eight, uh, 803 is Traylon Burks. Then it's George Pickens. There's Kevin Ridley, uh, Trevor Lawrence, Justin Herbert, Dak Prescott, Kirk Cousins, Jameer Gibbs. And then round nine, Isaiah Pacheco, Jahan Dotson, Brandon Cooks, Alvin Kamara, Juju Smith-Schuster, Elijah, give me, give me more. Give me, give me more. Are we allowed to say that now that he's not on the Jets? No, no. Now we 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 rebranded. We've rebranded Elijah. Gimme, give gimme give more. Now it's Elijah. Gimme, give gimme give something. Oh, I like that actually. Yeah. Now it's Elijah. Gimme, give gimme give something. Elijah, gimme, give gimme something. And then it's Cortland Sutton and Jacoby Myers. Um, I have to say also, uh, Jameer Gibbs going in the last pick of round eight. That's awesome. And the thing with with Jameer Gibbs is, I I just want to preach patience. They drafted him at number twelve for a reason. It's the same thing as Christian Kirk when the Jaguars signed him for $72 million on a four-year contract and Adam was on his crusade on Christian Kirk. Was it silly in hindsight? Yes, it was. Very silly. But they did it for a reason. They told us that they viewed Christian Kirk very highly. how, How many of those actually work, though, when you just pay a number three receiver a bunch of money and then he turns into a number one receiver. When there's emphasis on making sure that that guy is heavily involved, it works out quite a lot. This is the same thing with Jameer Gibbs. Nobody, nobody, myself included, believes that Jameer Gibbs should have gone number 12 overall. I was told that they would have taken him at number six. Yeah, oh boy. they would have done that. Wait, but, like over Bijan Robinson? Yes. Oh, there there were teams that did have Jameer Gibbs over Bijan Robinson, and it wasn't just Detroit. There were more. Why I don't know, but that is just what I was told. But the main point of this conversation is. 
They drafted him at number 12 for a reason. They are telling us that they view Jameer Gibbs as an impact player that can contribute right away. That is why you take someone at number 12 overall. It just is going to require patience because David Montgomery is going to be a real pain in the ass. He's going to be. There's no doubt about it. But I think Jameer Gibbs is going to be at the start. I think he's going to be a flex-worthy candidate most weeks. And then as we go further and further along, he's going to be better and better and better. And you really only need Jameer Gibbs to be good for three weeks. Playoff round one, playoff round two, and the championship. That's it. And if you get that guy in round eight, congratulations. That's good work. Just have to be patient. Yep. All right. So anyway, who do you want to pick? You want your um, receiver? You question. want your running back? So I'll just read off the team. We had Trev- we have Travis Kelsey, Tyreek Hill, Chris Olave, Patrick Mahomes, Cam Akers, DeAndre Swift, and Christian Kirk. Uh, another running back probably would be the way that I would go. Uh, we have Khalil Herbert here. And we also have James Cook here, two guys that I do like a whole heck of a lot. Um, if I just look in my ranks to see who I have higher, I believe it is Herbert that I have higher, but I don't think by much. Yeah, I have Herbert at 76. I have Cook at 78. So they're basically the same guy to me. Um, I don't know, Adam, whomever you want to choose. Whoever you want, you um, have, whoever you want to choose is is fine with me. James Cook, amazing. James Cook, it is. It's a value pick. Oh, this is great. Oh, this is this this is this is great. So we could basically have both. Yep. If we wanted to. Yep. Um. So Tyler Algier. That's disgusting. And Tyler Algier is not even close to being a round nine pick anymore. And everyone knows that Tyler Algier was was a favorite. Now, poof, no way. Yeah. And, the only, uh, the and, only way that Tyler Algier is a round nine pick is if he's of interest for the B. John Robinson manager. That's it. You're not picking your handcuffs in round nine, though. <laughs> if you remember two years ago where Kareem Hunt was going? Oh, well. Remember where A.J. Dillon was going last year? Yeah. Yeah, but I don't Tony think Pollard. Okay, so all three of those guys, what they all have in common is that they have standalone value, and I don't know if Taylor Algier has standalone value anymore. Did AJ Dillon have standalone value last year? Oh well, the Packers were a mess. A lot of people thought so, myself included. So I'm not, I'm not saying that, that you know your take is uh, incorrect. I thought a lot, a lot of people did, myself included. I thought AJ Dillon was going to be startable most weeks. A just wasn't. Yeah. But we're at the point of the draft where if you have a high value handcuff that's sitting on the board and you have no other needs in your team, guess what? You got to go get that fucking guy. Simple. It's like with Kenneth Walker. If you're sitting here and Zach Charbonnet is in your range. Guess what? You take him. Because you'd rather reach for the guy and know you have him versus say to yourself, oh, I'm going to wait, take, take him where I think he's appropriate. And then you don't have him. And you're really screwed if one of those guys gets hurt. That's true. But yeah, 
it's still a little rich, but if it if that's how it goes, that's how it goes. And then AJ Dillon round nine. Wow, this is lottery time. I know this is my favorite time of the draft. We're just throwing some darts and we're just hoping something sticks. Uh, and then AJ Dillon uh, kicks off round ten. And Perfect. so let's take Khalil Herbert. Done. <laughs> Another value. I'd say also, in all, in all seriousness, I am loving this team. Holy <laughs> shit. I'll tell you who we're not taking with this pick. It's Michael Thomas, who just popped up. Fuck no. Absolutely not. Okay. Guess how many JSN. teams Michael Thomas is going to be on of mine this year, Adam? Zero? Nil. Not a zip? Zilch? Zilch. Uh, not a zip. Bubkiss? Nothing. No shares. No shares. Dead to me. So 10.03, JSN. 10.04, Darnell Mooney. And then Rashad Bateman, Zay Jones, Brian Robinson, Rondell Moore. Kadarius Tony and Skymore. Okay. And then round 11, Nico Collins. G- Wait. That's Jamal Williams. Oh, it's Jamal Williams. I was like, I, I had to do a double take. I was like, Jay Williams on the Saints? Who the fuck is? Okay. Jamal Williams, Jarek McKinnon, Gabe Davis. Wait, Jarek McKinnon isn't even on a team. That's crazy. I think we'll go back to the Chiefs. Odds are. Yeah, but like, what if this is a real draft? And you're like, I'm just going to pick a free agent in round 11. Well, thank God it's May and not August. <laughs> uh, Gabe Davis. Uh, Damien Harris. Yes, Damien Harris. Smudgy P. Ryan. Pat Fryermuth. And Jordan Addison. Thank you for zooming in and out all the time. Like... <laughs> that really, really helped my focus. Yeah, as welcome. I was reading those picks. You're welcome. Uh, Ironically, helped with my focus. That's a pun. Anyway, Adam. Yes. I'm going to offer you an olive branch. I've been tough on you this episode. Oh, are you gonna I, tell me to? Things. Are you gonna let me take Alan Lazard because he's on the Jets? Things. I've come at you with some takes. I've been a little aggressive. A little fiery. Got to find a way to make it up to you. And here's how we do it. We take a New York jet. I mean, sure. We can take Alan Lazard. Do you have objections? I mean, sure. Let's do it. Why not? That was the most unconvincing reception of a gift that I've ever heard in my life. Thank you. I appreciate it. Let's take Alan Lazard. I just I don't know. He's going to be good in the in the first half of the year, but I don't know. When Aaron Rodgers actually builds chemistry with the other receivers on the Jets, I don't know how much good how good he's going to be. And they just signed Randall Cobb, another former Packer. Jake and I have been discussing this all day. We are so thrilled. Randall Cobb is going to have a record-breaking season with the New York Jets. Garrett who? Garrett who? <laughs> nah, fuck him. Garrett Wilson's no Randall Cobb. That's a great guy. I'm going to be so pissed when Randall Cobb gets like 10 targets a game and Garrett Wilson only has three. I can't wait for it. 
I cannot oh, wait. God. I cannot I wait it. for just the discourse that happens when Randall Cobb has a game. Meanwhile, Garrett Wilson is sitting there with like two catches. I can't wait. When, when Randall Cobb breaks Calvin Johnson's receiving yards record. Oh, my Garrett, God. Inject it into my veins, please. And then Garrett Wilson doesn't even break a thousand. Because... Oh, that'd be so fucking awesome. Well, listen, I, honestly, you... honestly, Adam, Adam, I do have a confession that I have to make here. Um, of course, as as you are well aware, um, I am a Dallas Cowboys um, associate. I follow this team and I will live and die with the Dallas Cowboys. Um, after that, I'm a member of Bill's Mafia because of Josh Allen, because Josh Allen has made me look very smart. And I appreciate Josh Allen a whole heck of a lot. He's a great guy. He's my son. After that, I think I'm rooting for the Jets. Well, I appreciate that because you love because, Aaron Rodgers so much. I mean, listen, I love Aaron Rodgers. That's, I, that's my guy. That's my guy. You have some apologizing to do to Mr. Rodgers for the absolute years of slander that you have thrown his way for various things. You have some apologizing to do to Mr. He's Rogers. A, he's a bit of a nut. He was a bit of a nut in Green Bay. Oh, so but, because he comes to New York, he's just he, he he's perfectly sane. Hey, listen, he's making he's making appearances in Madison Square Garden. All is forgiven. True, and he it and, and TBH, he's got a pretty damn good record. So yeah, I think he's like two and oh or two and one, maybe. No, I think he's one and one. I think he's one no. and unless he was, he was there last night. He was. He was with uh Sauce okay, Gardner. So, he was two, so he's two and one. Okay, so he's two and one. I think because he was Carter. he was there for game one of the Knicks as well. Oh. And we lost. He was after so Rangers, Knicks, Knicks. He's two and one. Yeah, I think uh, Rob Sala might have also been there. Yes, last Rob night. Sala was there last time. Yeah. Alrighty. Um, after but, Alan Lazard, but as I was saying, very, 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 very quickly, I, I, I yes. promise. Um, the reason why I'm becoming I'm becoming a Jets fan is Randall Cobb, great guy, Cowboys legend, Randall Cobb. Oh, that's right. That's true. Great guy, love him. Um, I want to take Alexander Madison because Dalvin Cook gets cut. Then I didn't say Alexander. I didn't say the other picks. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, Jameson Williams at 11 10, Antonio Gibson at 12 1, Alexander okay. Madison at 12 2. Sure, that I don't one. want to take Rashad Penny at this point. Fuck that, absolutely not, even though it does make sense because he would be a uh, he would be a handcuff now. Now what you could do, great, great thing we could use, nice little plug for fantasy pros, is you realize that and you say, oh shit, we have DeAndre Swift. We want to go back and we want to take Rashad Penny. Guess what? On fantasy pros, you could do that because there's a nice little button at the top of the page that says revert pick and you could go back and you could change that up if you really want to. We're not going to because, listen. That would destroy the integrity of the mock draft. We love Alexander Madison in this podcast. Free Alexander Madison. Let the man loose. <laughs> okay. So who well actually first. Oh God. Michael Thomas. Michael Thomas. Michael Thomas. He should not be drafted at all. Um, and then Rashad Penny. And then David Njoku. And then Deshaun Watson. And then Evan Ingram, Greg Dolchich, DJ Chark, Jalen Warren, 
Deshaun Watson at the 12 6, by the way, that's an unbelievable value pick. That's great. Uh, that's the end of round um, 12. I mean, you need some pronunciation help for this one. Oh, wow. Chico Conquo at 13 1. I love it. Yes. Oh, one of my, one of my favorite sleepers, the tight end position this year. Chicozio McConquo. Love it. Uh, 1302 is Daniel Jones, and then Kyler Murray, Zeke Elliott, Odo Beckham, Hunter Renfro, Kenny Gainwell, who is somehow still on the on the Eagles after all this all the shuffling, and Dalton Schultz. Oh, Dalton, gone but not forgotten. Um, all right, and just checking our roster, we have Travis Kelsey, Tyreek Hill, Chris Olave, Patrick Mahomes, Cam Akers. DeAndre Swift, DJ Moore, James Cook, Khalil Herbert, Alexander Madison, and Alex Alan Lazard. Oh, I almost said Alexander Lazard. That would have been something. Um, yeah, we kind of we just need a receiver at this point. Um receiver with some upside. Um, just kind of looking at the board of who we could take. Oh, Wondell Robinson is interesting. Tyler Boyd or Adam Thielen? Oh, those are just such Adam picks. Guys that were good oh. 10 years ago. One one is actually named Adam. Yeah. Yeah. So all right. I'll give I'll give you the, the, the Thielen love. I'll give you the Thielen love. That's fair. But those are just such Adam picks. They were good. He's 10 like years our ago. fifth receiver. What do you want? Yeah. You want a guy that could potentially go from being your fifth receiver to being a guy who's gonna start for you most weeks. Not a guy who's gonna be your fifth receiver and is gonna stay as your fifth receiver. He's going to make friends with Bryce Young. He's going to be, it's like going to be all, all good. All sunshines and rainbows. Jonathan Mingo. Remember the name, Jonathan Mingo. <laughs> all right. Thielen. You did. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Did your finger slip? Oh, a reach alert. Oof, I disagree. I disagree. Where's this? 129 overall. Let's see where I have Wondell Robinson in my, in my ranks. And I can tell you if that was a reach or not. Um, I have Wandale Robinson in my ranks. At are we just gonna I... blo- are we just gonna gloss over the betrayal that you just uh, committed by what picking? Betrayal? What are you talking about? You said you were gonna pick Adam Thielen. I didn't say you... that. Yes, you did. You said, "Oh, I'm gonna placate you, Adam, by picking Adam Thielen." All right, for the integrity for the integrity of the mock. And a reach alert. Wow, what a surprise. Well, they were both reach alerts. but Let me still. see where who I have higher. Do I have Adam Thielen higher? Oh, wow, I've Adam Thielen a lot higher. Okay, all right. I take the slander back. <laughs> Unbelievable. Well, I guess we're even now. Um, Donald Peoples-Jones went after us, and then Tua to kick off round 14. It's been a long time since I've been able to do this. Gino? You would tackle a Viliola, QP Alabama. Oh, that. Been a long time. Love that. I had to dust off the cobwebs for that one. All right, we'll just, All we'll right. just take we'll just take Jeff Wilson. Okay. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. It's the four, 14th round. And we'll just take a kicker on the defense and uh we'll we'll call it uh um, have to read off all the defenses. I got yes. you. I got no, you. You want to do this? Okay. Yeah, I can fly through it. Uh, Leonard Fournette, 14-3. Kareem Hunt, Raheem Mostert, Devin Singletary, 14-6. Uh, 
Geno Smith, Elijah Mitchell, Cordero Patterson, Dawson Knox close out round 14. Uh, all defenses in round 15, Niners, Bills, Dallas, 15-3, Jets, Patriots, Bucks, Denver, 15-7, and the Eagles, 15-8, were on the clock at 15-9. Defenses that are here, Baltimore, Kansas City, Bengals, Saints, Steelers. Uh, we'll just I like Baltimore. Take, yeah, we'll take, take the, the Ravens. Let's take, take the stack. We can take the stack. Oh, wait, we can't take the stack no, anymore. We can't, Fuck. We can't, take, we can't take the stack, but we'll take... Uh, we'll just go ahead and, and we'll take the uh, the Scandinavian beauty, Daniel Carlson, instead. Uh, and we get a B plus for for this draft. Not bad. Not bad. Not bad. Uh, the one thing I will that I will say with with doing zero RB on Fantasy Pros is you're never going to get a uh, like a perfect rate on this, um, just because it's always going to deem that you're so light at running back. But all in all, you say to me, "Hey, here's a team that you're going to be operating for the season. And this is the team that I got." I'd be so thrilled. So we'll run through it. Patrick Mahomes, Cam Akers, DeAndre Swift, Tyree Kill, Chris Olave, DJ Moore, Travis Kelsey, Christian Kirk, Ravens D, Daniel Carlson, James Cook, Khalil Herbert, Alan Lazard, Alexander Madison, Adam Thielen, Jeff Wilson. That's not a bad team. Have you ever gotten a uh, perfect ranking on Fantasy Pros? 100 out of 100? I've never gotten 100 out of 100. Oh, interesting. I want to see something, though. Fantasy Pros experts. What? I'm not here? What? That's... That's shocking. That's shocking. I want to be here. I, I was hoping I was going to see me, but unfortunately... Um... <gasps> wow. <laughs> I created my own mock. <laughs> you could you wouldn't even give yourself a hundred out of a hundred. That's rough. <laughs> that's that's rough. No, the nine points came off because of Adam Thielen, okay? <laughs> oh, give me a break with that. <laughs> Where it's like, no, fuck you, myself. I'm not giving you a hundred out of a hundred. This this team is awful. Oh my god, that's an all timer. That's an all timer. <laughs> looking, looking for myself. Bam, there I am. Oh god, good god almighty. Part of me wants to do a mock draft on Fantasy Pros and see what you would give me. <laughs> Just... Oh man. <laughs> oh, that, that. That's funny. If that's, is that random? That like it shows. Those experts, that's hilarious. You should well, screen I mean, that. I would I I would freaking hope that I would like a draft that I participated in the most. I would hope I'd be top five. Well, also, they're based off of your rankings. So you'd think that Well, not off of my rankings. We 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 deliberated in this, and this is all off of the consensus. That's true. Well, I mean, some of those picks were based off of your rankings. So I would make it would make sense that you like. The, those picks. Sure. I was going to say, I'm really cheesing in that pick. Damn. Oh my God. Look at me. You I should, uh, so handsome. You should post that, uh, th- like a screenshot of that on Twitter or something. Just so people know. Give the people what they want. 
Oh, what? At that I'm a member of the consensus? Well, no, that you like what you rated your draft. You you rated your own draft. I rated my own draft. I gave I gave myself a ninety one. You gave your you gave yourself an A minus. Oh, everybody is their I, own that, is their own harshest critic. That's what that's what they say. I think I would have laughed even harder if I popped up on here and saw that it was a draft that I did that it was a thumbs down. That if I were on the thumbs down side, I think I would have laughed even harder. That's like the uh, "don't trust anybody, not even yourself" meme. <laughs> oh, Adam, that was an uh, that was an all timer. That really was. <laughs> That's funny. That was that was up there. That was up there with like hot tub time machine and the Sopranos, Godfather, the Godfather, no, the Godfather, and the Knicks rant. Yeah, who would have thought that the the season after that rant. The Knicks would be in the second round of the playoffs. Uh, not me, not me. I, I've already <laughs> made my uh, my apologize, done my apologizing. So uh, maybe what I have to do is just question everything that New York Rangers do in the month of July, and say yeah, they I, suck and they're not going anywhere. That seems well, to be that seems to be what's really working. It's because they do. It's because they do when they're not. And I also want to. Uh, I also want to say that. The, the dream of Patrick Kane being on the Rangers was a complete fucking nightmare. He absolutely sucked. Yeah, he was terrible. But bring back Vladimir Tarasenko. I know. I like him. He's great. He's amazing. If there's I anybody, love I love him. If there's anybody to bring, to bring back from the acquisitions, it's him and Tyler Mott. No, no, uh, Nico Mikola. Yeah, yeah, Mikola. Um, unless, also. unless Matty Robertson or Zach Jones is a hundred percent down, ready to play, then, then I could see how that's how they're that how that's expendable. But, but we don't know that bring, because our coach back. hates playing young young players. Well, right, right. But if 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 Robertson if Robertson is ready to go, then Robertson's the guy. I don't think Zach Jones is. I think I think that's been proven as long as uh, Galan is 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 head coach. Which, by the way, I I I do think Glenn should should be brought back. I know Adam and I are probably going to disagree on that because Adam just listens to Ryan meeting Greg Kaplan too much. Well, I also think that I'd rather have like a Peter Laviolette, Bruce Boudreaux, Laura Way, Mike Sullivan, Joel Quenville. Like get the fuck out of here with that. Joel, Joel Quenville shouldn't be anywhere near a hockey team after what he did. I'm nowhere not disagreeing. Near, nowhere near a hockey team. I'm not disagreeing. But I kind of think that's the way they're going to go. Ugh, that would be awful. It's going to be a big name. It's going to be a big name. If it's yeah, not but Galant. Like, with, that, with that level of baggage, mm-hmm. that's like a Deshaun Watson level personnel move. Yeah. Yeah. I do. Mm. Oh, it's, it, uh, it, it would be bad. It, it it would be bad. I would hate it so much. He's a great coach, but a horrible person. Yeah. Yeah, for for, for once, I, I don't disagree. Yeah. So, you know, LaViolette, Boudreaux, Sullivan, those guys. No, no, Sullivan, Sullivan's still in Pittsburgh. I know, but like, just give them a, 
uh, just back up. I the don't want Boudreaux. I, I, I don't want Boudreaux. Laviolette makes a lot of sense. I know and, about Sutter. And not Daryl Sutter. Oh my God. Heard, no. I have heard people say Daryl Sutter. No, 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 no. It's like you just want to bring up a bring back a more bring in a more intense version of Draw Gallant, basically. Literally. Like, no. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Because yeah, I don't think they're gonna like some of the assistants that are being talked about, they're not gonna bring in those guys, like any of those people. Because this is like a win now. They're going to bring in a win, a win now coach, like a, a retread. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway. Oh, that was. That was fun. This, this was a long episode, but a fun one. That. Oh, man. I can't wait to listen to that back. Oh, my God. I can't wait. Well, thank you for listening to this episode of the Basement Talk Podcast Fantasy Show. You can find all episodes wherever you get your podcasts. For my co-host at Birdsaw, I am Adam Castor, and we'll talk to you next time. Bye-bye. <laughs>